Welcome back to Keyhole Conversations. And on this episode, we are going to be diving into a local event that has been happening in Utah, Salt Lake City, Utah, Salt Lake County, Utah, and abroad, and has actually brought people from other states into our own home state. And yes, I am referring to the Utah treasure hunt from 2023, which was started in 2020 by John and Dave Klein. Yeah. Um, John Max and Dave Klein. John Max and Dave Klein, who are two real estate, I won't, wouldn't call them moguls, more kind of like layman folk, just like you or I or anyone else in here um, that's listening to this show, because I don't have any millionaires listening to us. I know <laughs> that for sure. Um, but they're they're run-of-the-mill, salt-of-the-earth people that started this uh, treasure hunt back in 2020 when COVID was going on to get people out of their homes and out into nature. And this year, they, of course, did it again. It's become like an annual thing for them. And I am joined by Summer on this episode because me and her went pretty damn fast far down the rabbit hole on the treasure hunt this year way too far (laughs) was this the first year you participated yeah i looked at the poem last year and it was more of like a glance like oh okay i don't have time and like it sounds cool i think they did one not them specifically but there was one for like a hundred thousand dollars a couple years back and i looked at that one and i was like this is like way out of my range here like i'm never gonna be able to solve this and then i just kind of like let it go. And then last year I looked into it and I was like, oh, that's that's really cool that they're doing this now. And I looked at the poem and I was like, yeah, I have no idea. And then just left it at that. But you said that you've done this for a couple of years, right? I've done it every year that they've been uh, releasing them. I've never done, because I, and I didn't even know they did these. I have not done the QR hunts. Yeah, I've, I didn't even know they did those until this year. Yeah, I I wasn't as active on social media following their pages or anything till this year but I did um, go through the poems every year and uh, try my hand at a few trails here and there and maybe spent a total of three to five hours actually looking at the poems this year (laughs) I more so introduced you to the concept of let's actually do this yep and then you more so introduced me to okay let's let this take over our lives (laughs) I was all in. (laughs) You were. And, um, you know, it was interesting because me and you both started looking at the poem a little late this year. Yeah. I looked at it the first uh, week they released it. I was like, damn, I don't I don't know. You know, and then after the first week, I was like, hey, look at this. You said to me, you're like, solve this. Yeah. I was like, you're you're smart. You write. You do all these things. What do you think of this? And then we we had been doing these hiking adventures with a lot of uh, friends and stuff going up uh, weekly. And so I was like, well, what the hell? Let's just let's really put our nose to the grindstone with it. And let's try and solve this poem and get this 25 grand. And then you just started hating me. <laughs> <laughs> Not at any point did I hate you, but I was like. Jesus Christ, let it go. Yep, I wouldn't. I was not going to. <laughs> um, the the poem this year was uh, begin your search when where time is transcendent. Open the books; they're interdependent. 
hike Lift to up the your eyes. eyes and search for the mark. Hike to the tree that stands without, without bark. bark. Past the green tower that stands out to the west. No more than an hour, you'll know by its crest. Oh, what was the rest? <laughs> Remember two less than the top of the first. Oh, yeah. Look down at your map not to wander with thirst. Remember two less than on top of the first. You'll know that you're there when you, it's time yeah, to frown. When it's time to frown. Uh, what points towards heaven but is upside down? Get, Get off, off the, the shoulder. Road, road at the airplane without yeah. wings. Search from the shoulder and fortune will ring. There we you go. butchered that so bad. We did, but um, to be... Sh- to be fair, I I don't care because that poem is like, <laughs> I've never hated a writing so much in my life. <laughs> and um, Dave and John, uh, so Dave originally was the one that launched the whole idea for the Utah treasure hunt and John kind of backed him on it. And Dave is the one that writes all these because he's a writer in his as a, I think he's more like a hobbyist writer, not like career author, but I think so, yeah. he does have some published books and things. Um, and he's the one that writes these. And in past years, like their first uh, hunt they did was found super quick. Like four days, I think. Mm-hmm. And then sub- everything after that was found not as fast, but quicker. So this year they were like, we're going to make this different from last year's. And it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but they didn't plan on it going a total of 53 days. Uh-huh. I think 51 or 53. I can't remember. Somewhere which. around there. So it went a while to where they were releasing clues every week. Um, and people were just in general figuring things out, but going down rabbit holes to wrong areas, just like you and me. What was the funnest part of this treasure hunt to you the funnest part i would have to say has been the hikes um got me out a lot got you out a lot obviously like we were hiking sometimes like two three times a week and me more yeah because you would be like i'm going after work and i'm gonna go hit this trail because i think it's here and yeah yeah i luckily had um i get off at two and you get off a lot later than that. Yeah. So I would hit the trails earlier. So there was one week that I literally got like 72 miles yeah. in steps. That's including my gym time and walking around. But yeah, it was crazy how much we were actually out there hiking these trails. And it was so interesting because you would see avid hikers. Mm-hmm. You would see trail runners. And I, I like to pride myself on being an avid hiker, but you I definitely played a different role when I was on the trail hiking versus treasure hunting because then you would see the treasure hunters on the trail. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly looking in every bush and looking you know down at their phones and trying to be like, okay, well, this could be this and this could be an airplane without wings. And no matter what happened, you always saw them. And yeah, it was, it was pretty hilarious. I had to chase a cat out of here. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there were, and it was funny because you would see, like, we were on one trail up by um, Dell Recreation Area. Oh, yeah, Little Dell, yeah. And we had come to a broke down car that was long forgotten, rusted out, and it had probably been picked over, in all honesty. Mm, 
a hundred times or so. You could just tell by the vegetation and how it was, you know, stomped down in areas. Mm -hmm. And we were looking and we're like, ah, it's not here. And people passed us as we were looking there. And then as soon as we left, they went right to it as well. Like, what did they miss? Someone missed, you know? That was like the entire mentality, though, is everyone's like, somebody missed something. Like, we're going to go check. That was at least my mentality, as you well know. Yeah. I became obsessed with Ensign Peak. And I was also obsessed with Emigration Canyon. Both were like detrimental in figuring out the actual solve, but neither. I did not even put that together. Oh, yeah. Well, so you you definitely because I was stuck on a whole nother theory myself and I checked this canyon that I was stuck on twice and that was Rock Canyon down in Provo. And it's amazing that how intricate this poem was and how well thought out. But also how vague. Vague to where it fits so many different areas. Yep. I mean, people were searching in Eureka. People were searching as far up as when the boundaries weren't as wide, almost up to Tremonton. Yeah, and Promontory Point was thoroughly gone over. And I think that what happened is that the clue where they said, you know, look into your Utah history, everyone just went down a rabbit hole. And it was too much. Like they focused on that and just, you know, went with it and was like, okay, well, this can mean this and this can lead up to this. And then like, okay, well, this trail corresponds with this event in history. And it it wasn't even a historical trail. It was just the markers. Yeah, there was two markers. And this is, you put both markers together. Yeah. Because you searched Enzyme Peak area as a marker. And then you thought of the, this is the place and the Pony Express area and there's that marker this is the place and i think you're right so many people did focus on that history to where they wanted every clue to line up with like a historical event or something along those lines yep. and it literally was just two markers and then this is where i am thoroughly frustrated and impressed <laughs> all at the same time because a lot of the clues related to longitude and latitude and minusing numbers in a way that I would have never guessed. No. There was no way I was getting there with those. They took the immigration or the um, Enzyme Peak marker and the um, this is a place marker and they crossed them yep. on this like map. And that basically is what pointed you to the general area. I don't know how this girl did it. She's a genius because even the strange thing, and I mean, it's amazing, but both of the numbers came from Ensign Peak because it was the 40, I think it's 48 or 43. For, it was 43. 43. And then the other one came from what was on top of Ensign Peak, which was the sphere, which 360, you take two away and you crossed them and they just directed you right to where to get off the trail. I, if I had 10 years to solve this thing, I would never have gone there. I I almost want to say if this lady didn't come and find it from Iowa, which a lot of local Utah people freaked out about, like, well, that's <laughs> not fair. Like, there was no stipulation that only someone from Utah could find it. The actual thing. stipulation was this is open and free for everyone. Yeah. And I don't think, like, 
if she wouldn't have came and found this. It would have gone through winter. I'm sure of it. I am too, because no one, I've seen absolutely zero when it came to that type of well, put together besides the yeah. podcast, That's Catch Me Outside. Say. Yes. They did some really interesting um, things with the Meridian Lines. And they had a very interesting solve. It was really cool to see everyone's different solves yeah. that they had. And they were the closest with like mapping and stuff. Yeah. And then they actually made, not made, but you know, Ensign Peak fit so well because of their solve that just everyone was up that trail after that. Oh, and yeah. With like two less than on top of the first, the five, three, and two radio towers on the hills. Like you expected it to be found somewhere on Ensign Peak. So they got closest both times from Utah, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Their their solves that they came up with were pretty damn good, pretty damn clever, where I was even like, I wouldn't even have came up with that. Yeah. My solves were literally like three, and I know there was way more lines that they said you could solve from your home, but it was like I had three clues that would lead me to a canyon and then I was like looking for everything else on the trail and you literally only had to look for two things on that damn trail yep everything else pointed you towards the area within I would say a hundred foot radius and so when I finally seen the solve I was thoroughly frustrated with myself and my lack of knowledge because <laughs> <laughs> damn it made me feel dumb seeing some of these people put together some of these just awesome solves oh. Yeah. Where I'm like, there are some intelligent people out there mm -hmm. that are really good at this deductive reasoning and finding where all this stuff fits. That it was it was pretty amazing. And I gotta hand it to like so many people that I read on Reddit, those podcast dudes. It's cat catch me outside. Catch me outside, yeah. Yeah. And um the the lady from Iowa, I'm sure there's a ton of conspiracies now that they called so. Oh, there from are. Iowa. Have you been on Reddit? Mm -mm. There are so many people like, oh, you know, he said something that means he knew her. I'm like, I'm sure they talked right before, you know, they recorded that. Like, you have to get to know somebody. You're not going to just stick a camera in her face and be like, so you found our treasure. Like, they talked before that, of course. Because he had mentioned something like, oh, like, you're not from here. And then the other one said, like, where are you from or something like that. And everyone's like, oh, see, see, John Newer. Like, I'm like, this is so stupid. Well, she has to contact them to yeah. let her let them know she found the treasure. Yeah. Like, there's somehow, I don't know how you do it, but you contact them. I don't think it's conspiracy at all. No, not at all. I um, think she just outsmarted everyone and they're pissed. <laughs> and in fact, the way I know I don't think it's a conspiracy is when they were recording, her excitement was so real that she says fuck yeah. in the recording. I saw that. And like, oh you can see God. Dave and John kind of just go, oh, we don't want you to <laughs> say those naughty words. <laughs> she kind of realized too because after that she was she, so good. Yeah, cut it off. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, you know, she posted pictures. I don't know if you saw, like, she posted a story with her, like, finding the chest. Literal tears were coming down her eyes. Like, she was so excited. And she looked haggard, like, oh. in her picture and her videos, too. Like, she was so haggard. You could tell she'd been on that trail all day. Yeah, she definitely, like, and she was tanned as all get out. Yep. And just, she spent, she said... 
she literally had spent like 13 hours a day like living and breathing this stuff yeah and uh so as a fellow utahan i don't care that it was an iowan that found it but i want her to follow through on what she said and start a treasure hunt in iowa even if it's just five thousand dollars out of that because i want to go win some of that back for utah yes make my boys proud in utah (laughs) do it (laughs) oh but it's it's very interesting because it such a event that's created exploded throughout Utah these past years to where everyone it's like a holiday event now. Now everyone mm-hmm. is excited for the summer treasure hunt. Yeah. Like people go wild over this and I mean everyone talks about it. And those that don't know about it, you tell them about it, and then they're talking about it within an hour or saying yep. where they think it is. So I think it's really awesome that they got this rolling. And I was the other thing I got to give them props for is they're these real estate um, investors. They're kind of into like house flipping from yeah. what I know is they flip homes and things of that nature. But they've got sponsorships in the past and um, John was talking about some of the sponsors want to have people charge be charged to participate in the event like yeah. oh you either pay money for clues or you pay money to get the the poem and they've they've held their ground and said no for the past three hunts because this would be the fourth hunt right yeah the third hunt this is the fourth one. the fourth one yeah so I got to give them props because a lot of people can be corrupted easily by money mm-hmm. and then everything goes to crap. It seems like when you get really good movements and really good, uh, I mean, any, anything. You look at uh, Pride, for example. Pride was a movement that was, you know, started and now it's so over-commercialized. Yep. And I know Pride is very different from a treasure hunt, but when you get big corporation and big money involved... It changes it everything. changes everything and ruins that that grassroots feeling. And that's mm-hmm. what this treasure hunt feels like. It brings com- the community together and gets people talking and excited and having fun. And that's probably the best thing that I enjoyed of it was working on the solves with you, working on the solves at work with mm-hmm. other people. And they would ask me what the hell I'm doing. I'm like, obviously not working. I'm, just... <laughs> I'm looking for treasure. <laughs> and, but, you know, no one ever even got mad at me. Like I would have supervisors looking at my computer and they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, there's this treasure hunt. They're like, what? <laughs> and then they're in it with you. Like, exactly. okay, well, maybe it could mean this. <laughs> I know I had my mom. She's like, I think it's here sending me texts. She's like, you guys got to go check here. And I was like, we can't do it all. <laughs> well, in a way that they really were smart this year is they did, ba- I mean, in the end, the trail didn't have anything to do with history, but making you do your research. I thought that was amazing because there were so many people that are our age. And I grew up with my grandparents taking me to a lot of these markers and events and things like that. So I knew about them, not in depth like we learned, Mm -hmm. but we went to so many monuments and read the plaques and really actually did research. So we learned stuff about our own state, which was to me amazing. It was. It got you really thinking about things. And so I enjoyed it. Um, The least fun thing about this is when 
one of the areas that was sought after by many individuals, not just Summer, <laughs> although you, <laughs> this is the one time I got drove nuts was her obsession <laughs> with Enzyme Peak, so we probably hiked that damn area. Once. No. Oh, yeah, twice. No. <laughs> it was twice. Four times. No. We went up Enzyme Peak. We went up the Terrace Trailhead. Okay, but those I are went not up the, the same. That's all part of the Bonneville Shoreline. Oh. I will give you that. But Ensign Peak, specifically, we only did twice. And the other one was the Bonneville Shoreline up I, on the other side. I love Ensign Peak, that whole area, because it's known as the Ensign Peak Wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that's like to the right of it. Fuck that place. Fuck the whole... <laughs> Salt Lake foothills can kiss my ass. I never want to be up there again in my life. I want to make you go up there again. <laughs> no, because the that's the one trail that doesn't even embody the um, enjoyment of hiking. Like, that's a good trail to do in the winter and the fall. I don't know, because that first time that we went up to not insane area, but like top of bobsled and all of that. We were deceived. Okay, but... What, 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 what do you mean we were deceived? We went up super late, so it was kind of cool. It was cool. so pretty. And I it was. I don't know what you mean by cool. It was beautiful. It, 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 I'll give you that. Maybe mm -hmm. I just got a... You just got, I got it grumpy out. with it. <laughs> You're just like, no. No it's more dusty. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's no trees for shade. Um, and I don't know. I just don't enjoy that area anymore mm -hmm. myself. I think it's ruined for me. But the <laughs> first time we went up there, it was pretty. Except um, me, you know, I I like to think about like, mm, you know, safety and things <laughs> of this nature. Summer has us up there. Screw safety. <laughs> yeah. She's like gung-ho. The treasure's up here. I know it is. And I'm like, it's 915. <laughs> I'm like... Every treasure hunter on this mountain at this time is starting to make their way down slowly. I see flashlights and I see people disappearing. Her, Crazy she, ass. yeah, <laughs> is marching up the trail even higher and higher to the peak. And I'm like, when are we going to make our way back down? Oh, I want to check. Did you check under that tree? Did you check in the tree? <laughs> You're almost like a Dr. Seuss book. Did you check under the tree? Did you check? Like, like some rhyme. And yeah. she had us up there till at least 10. Uh, no. No. It's like 9.40. Okay, 9.40 before we started coming out of the search area. Yeah, that's true. And then we got back to the vehicle at probably 11. Yeah, yeah. And we had one little flashlight. <laughs> I think I did have my handgun on me. You did. Because there are mountain lions. There's not really bear in that area. No, but, but there coyotes. could. But coyotes, all sorts of animals. Rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes, which I guess you can't even shoot with a gun. But, I mean, if something's coming at me, I'm shooting it. I don't care. Take, <laughs> take me to jail or find me or whatever. I wouldn't just shoot a rattlesnake. And you're stupid if you, like, try and, like, throw rocks at them and stuff like that. That but, just pisses them off. Yeah. So don't shoot rattlesnakes, don't shoot mountain lions, don't shoot coyotes, but have protection for if they do. Because if you come across a mountain lion with the young, 
you're dead. Oh yeah, man. You you can move down, down, down. You've seen that video. Yeah, that the guy one. like walks yeah. for almost a mile back. That mountain lion yeah. chasing him. I'm not giving that mountain lion a mile of my time. Um, but we're coming down, and this is what I thought. What would have got you off the trail faster? <laughs> what? The mountain lion uh, coming down. No, it wouldn't have slower because I'd have been moving backwards. Okay, it's true. Well, no, I would just bam, bam, run. <laughs> Um, I say I would have shot it, but I probably would have thrown my gun and screamed like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I try to sound uh, big and bad, but I'd probably be like, <laughs> remind me next time to uh, bring my gun. <laughs> I'll save us. Um, well, what's so interesting though, is as we were going down, there were still people going up, not treasure hunters though. There was that one girl all alone on her cell phone, just With her dog. jammering away. And I was like, you're pretty brave or stupid. One of the two. Was that the different one or were you talking about the one with her dog? No, this was just just a girl. She didn't have anything with her. She was just on her cell phone, like talking to her friend. She was one of those very chatty, blonde, probably a college student, I would have guessed. Because she was just like, yeah, and so John was just like that. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, you're coming up here this late? like." And that's the other thing about those trails is... There were snakes everywhere. Mm -hmm. And you're getting off the trail where you're usually not going to encounter too many rattlesnakes right on the trail. They stay away from the human activity. And if you do encounter them on the trail, they're usually just crossing real quick and getting out of there. But me, you, and everyone else is going now off the trail and looking under rocks, looking under logs, where these things are known to hang out. I've seen so many posts like on Instagram and like the Reddit and stuff about running into snakes. I'm so glad no one got bit, but that was probably my biggest fear. Not mm -hmm. mountain lion was because I hate rattlesnakes. Like I am so fearful of them. I'm smart around them and I don't run like a crazy person, but I always, oh. But you're Indiana Jones. Yeah, and there's that bug out there that makes noise, like the cicadas. cicadas yeah, cicadas. Ooh. It sounds just like a rattlesnake, too, and they scare the hell out of me. When you sent me down to that utility pipe, <laughs> they went off, and I was, like, off in this little wooded area. Like and I came, I came running out of there so fast. I'm so glad no one's seen me because <laughs> I was, like, like, just letting the branches flip me in the face and everything. Ooh. And, yeah. I mean, that does explain. You did come up kind of grumpy. Oh, I was pissed. Because <laughs> that was more than 60 feet off trail. Yeah. And it was like down this like utility, like a a utility trail. It wasn't a road. No, it but was it, like, like hype running. Yeah. Yeah. And I was searching all over that. But to be fair... I, I thought the pipe might have been the airplane without wings, not the actual trail. So I thought, you know, you'd get off at the pipe and then walk 60 feet in. You know what's so funny is so many people got hung up on the airplane without wings, myself included, you included, looking for like an eye, like a, ooh, what if it's a airplane reference or a car because of the Back to the Future reference? Yep. And it literally was the, the pines. Well, that's what I, my first one was. And so when we had done bobsled or top of bobsled, we were like, okay, it could be, you know, a bobsled looks like an airplane without wings. And then the other one, that's why we hiked up to that giant peak is because it was called Twin 
avenues or twin pine avenue or something like that yeah and i was like okay that could be the airplane without wings and then after that you're right i got like down the rabbit hole of oh this has got to be like a car or a pipe or you know something something else and yeah i so many times i was like i have this i know where this is at and i was wrong every time yeah and i i was too because and then you do the thing you shouldn't be doing is reading everyone else's solves and then going and checking the areas that they probably already checked in but to be fair they said on reddit that they could see the solve being complete as long as somebody put it together Mm -hmm. and that community aside from you know the negative people or the ones that are faking that they found the treasure was actually really great like they're all helping each other saying you know your theory would work but you know John said this, that it's not in the city. And it's like they were helping each other. And if the clues came out, people were posting them on Reddit if somebody didn't get them. And so it was actually really, really neat to see all that. And the one, um, the get off the road, even the winner said that she had no idea that line. So she was just looking for it up until the point where she remembered that somebody on Reddit had said, somebody said, uh, the Lord of the Rings, get off the road. And I knew that that was that line. I told you that. Mm-hmm. But then she like was like, okay, I got to you know look in the tree roots. And that's how she found it because she was just looking and that she couldn't see anything. So it helped. Yeah, they, they said there was going to be no digging this time. But I think, I think they shouldn't have said that because she did have to do a little bit of digging according to her yeah because they they had mentioned or john had mentioned i think in the beginning that you'd probably have to brush some stuff off of it but it was there for so long that all these pine cones had fallen (laughs) on it and all this dirt and dust and yeah did you see the actual picture of it Uh uh-uh that thing was so dusty was it it was so i was just like wow i need to go look and actually look at what the chest looked like buried Um, under there yeah but i just heard that she started removing pine cones yeah she said she like wiped her hand once and felt it yeah well she wiped it once and then she did it again and felt something hard and that's when she knew and then she just started crying (laughs) i would have too i probably would have and especially um it was interesting because she was talking about because they say you had self-service the whole time that's another thing they do with these um hunts is they try and make them as family friendly as possible and as safe as possible. Mm-hmm. Because I think I remember the first year they did it, they didn't put I don't think they put out as many of the stipulations. They just said, here's the poem, go find it. And people were like scaling cliff like cliff sides and stuff, like and almost they, dying. Yeah. <laughs> that's when they had to put in the parameters, like, okay, you're not gonna have to billy go up a mountain, you're not gonna have to do anything dangerous and yeah, but I think it's because of that first one that had the $100,000 that was hidden in the mountains, in the Rocky Mountains somewhere. I think I think you had to like actually climb down a cliff to get to the cave that it was in. So I think people were like, oh, this is that same mentality. I know nothing about this one. No? Mm-mm. When was this? It was a couple years back. Um, some millionaire hid rubies and like gems. That's right. Yeah. Some crazy treasure. With, yeah. yeah. And I think it was in the mountains in Wyoming, like a section of Wyoming where the Rocky Mountains were. But that one I looked at and I was like, yeah, this is for like really smart people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not working this. Avid treasure hunters. Yeah. Which it almost doing this almost make, it made me at least feel like 
I was in a movie myself. Yeah. Like a Mission Impossible movie or a, a treasure hunting movie, like trying to put all this stuff together and mm-hmm. we're going to find it. It's We're going to have that aha moment. And then we didn't. We didn't. But that's, <laughs> no. that's okay. It was fun and enjoyable just as a month and a half activity. I'm glad it went long. Yeah. Like I know a lot of people thought that was really frustrating and were basically wanting a GPS coordinate as a clue. And some of their clues were kind of like, really, this isn't a clue, you know, but it was kind of a reiteration of a previous, like, look into this. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. But as far as I'm concerned, the length was perfect. I agree. Like enough to where it kind of got some of the layman people that were, you know, oh, let's go do this out of the way and left it up to the more serious people. Like, Towards the end, I think it just created that much closer of a community, especially in those Reddit pages and stuff. Yep. To where it just, it, it was good. Month and a half, that was a good length of time. I think you guys okay. should do another poem just as tricky, but this time with none of the math and GPS <laughs> crap. Because now what's going to happen? Actually, do that again. Yeah. Because Everyone's going to go to that. They are. And so they're not going to use that next year. Dave's going to have to like become a supercomputer himself and just be like, all right, I've got the perfect one and then post it. And it's it's probably not going to be anything like this year's. Yeah. Well, and the a really interesting thing is, is he said they had to, they sat down and thought about every word and then they almost had to back engineer it for chat GBT. Yeah. Because people were using ChatGBT to try and solve this shit. Yep. And they were like, we had to make it AI proof. And they did. But because ChatGBT said that that damn thing was in Eureka. Yeah. Remember? I do remember that. <laughs> I think it got hung up on the green tower. Yeah. And I, I think that's good that they, because they used so many different clues that were so blunt that I think the AI was like, oh, a human made this it's got to be this yep that's where ai is never going to replace writing yep in that aspect i don't think it can think as clever as a no because you could use words for anything you know like you could do like a glass reflection and that's a photo Mm -hmm. you know because you're looking at it and it's just like there's so much you can do with words that you have to actually think about a deeper meaning and ai can't do that yeah, I totally agree. Um, I was. I also really enjoyed the Cash Me Outside Guys podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys need to get some better gear for your next season. Or if you're going to continue this as a podcast, polish it up a little bit. Because I know they talked about doing this, their podcast is like a future thing. Yeah. But like you were saying, some of their podcasts were kind of like, Man, there's a lot of cutting in and out on this. Yeah, yeah. And I think it a lot of it was them like having call-ins or like you said, Skype. Skypes and yeah. stuff. I think that's what they're using. It's like do a direct call-in instead. It makes it so much... More crisp. Yeah, and more reliable. Yeah. Um, but that was enjoyable to listen to their perspectives. and yeah. They're funny. They, they, were, they were really funny and enjoyable. And um, God... I think about next year, I'm like, are they going to up the ante and do more money next year, you think? They might keep it at 25 across the board going forward, but they could. I mean, that would be nice. I guess it depends on sponsors because 
like we talked earlier, they have stayed away from all sponsors who want to do like charge charge and money but they do have sponsors every year yeah so if they get some other sponsors they could potentially put it up higher i only worry that if you go too high with the money you're gonna bring in a ton of -of out-of-state people yeah that's possible which teeth their own i mean you have every right to but also the more money you put up there the more idiocy you're gonna see to try Mm -hmm. and find this thing or to have people like waiting at the bottom of trails for somebody to come along with the treasure and just like take it and run. Yeah, I was talking with my dad and he was like, $25,000, that's it? Why don't they do like a million? I was like, dad, first off, who these guys are like local. They don't have a million bucks to just put in a chest. Second off, can you imagine people would be renting excavators and like yeah, bulldozing trails and just burning stuff down it would be insanity on the trails any trail would be destroyed yeah completely like every trail would be destroyed because on hunt number two i think it was when one of the clues was look under the rock people yeah. were uprooting rocks and just leaving everywhere them. and leaving them all over the place yep. and so they had to reiterate on that that you're not you don't have to move anything per se in that way yeah but yeah, and that one was only like ten grand. Mm-hmm. So I guess they're just keeping up with inflation on their treasure hunts. <laughs> You're not wrong. Because <laughs> the first one was five thousand, then what? They went to ten thousand, fifteen thousand, now yeah. twenty five. Yep, it's like five thousand dollar increments every year. Something like that. Yeah. So what was your favorite solve that you did? Uh, mine was the Rock Canyon solve. Rock Canyon. Um, Especially when we saw that upside down smile on the way out. Not we, you seen that. So I literally, I felt so good about that canyon because I started researching all the history there. There was a, a moment in that canyon that was, that was one of the things that really got to me. There was like the frown was the math symbol. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. yeah I it mean... just pissed me off. I wanted more <laughs> historical context to the clues. That's just me being particular. But when I was driving there the first time, I felt so right about it. Just as soon as I crested the road in the little hill that you come up from the freeway, and I was like, okay, there's the University of uh, the BYU. BYU, BYU yeah, the, y. the Y on the mountain. That's the mark. There's the grain tower. It's the temple there it's facing directly out west get to the trail and i thought the rock uh wall there that everyone climbs was like people climb trees this is kind of like a tree without bark Mm -hmm. and then airplane without wings there was the car there was what points heaven but it's upside down there was that uh pipe that was that looked like an arrow but then the water flowed upside down then there was that alien-looking ship thing. All these things just started adding up. And then the bridges. The bridges was where I put the math together. I was like two less than the top of the first I because the bridges were numbered. Mm-hmm. As soon as I seen the bridges were numbered, I was like, this is it. It's this area. And it wasn't. <laughs> it was a good solve. And then on the way out, we saw the upside-down smile. We're like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, it's got to be here. <laughs> and I searched that place twice. The one thing I will say is that it's one of my new favorite trails. It's beautiful up there. I love that trail. It's not... I love trails that get your blood pumping. Don't get me wrong. 
but that one does it, but at a slightly forgiving incline. Yeah. And it's a steady incline the whole way, but you don't feel like you're dying. No. And when you're coming back down, your feet aren't getting jammed into your shoes because I always hate descending <laughs> trails that are like super steep because when you come down, your feet are just like... Yep. Like we literally had to slide down a mountainside on one of our solves. That was the insane pink one. Yep. <laughs> because we went the other way where I was like, this looks like an airplane. And it led us all the way down the mountain, but like straight down the mountain. I would say the angle pitch was probably about 50 to 60 degrees. Yeah. And that might not sound like a lot, but take take a angle one of those angle finders, whatever you call them, and draw that out. And now imagine coming down that with loose rock. I fell, you fell. I fell three times. Yeah, I thought we were going to go rolling down that hill. These (laughs) Hispanic workers at the bottom were like watching. watching. (laughs) probably laughing their ass. They're like, hey, bring some popcorn. (laughs) We got a show over here. Look at these two yahoos. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Um but yeah, Rock Canyon is like my new favorite trail. It was really, really pretty. It was, it looks like it's even more gorgeous in the fall. I did Rock Canyon once before. And when I did it, it was in the winter. So when I reached the point of like, you can't traverse this anymore because it's right. snow, I had to come back down. I'd never been up that high. And they have those interesting cave systems up there that you need to go check out because they're yes. really cool. I want to go back to that place because I did not make it up the trail. Not very far anyways. Yeah, Summer had a medical emergency. I did. Me and your dogs had a medical emergency. Yeah, they all were like, we're done. It's too hot. No, it wasn't even the heat with me. Like, I got super sick. I think I had really low blood sugar or something and... The dogs were dying. So I was like, we'll stay here. (laughs) You go up. And if I feel like I'm about to die, I'll call you. (laughs) (laughs) And then I went and searched again for, and came up with nothing. I was pretty pissed. Mm -hmm. Because I just wanted to make that phone call. I found it. (laughs) God, (laughs) I would have screamed. But yeah, that's that's the Utah Treasure Hunt. Um, it's a super awesome event that they put on every June is when they start it. Late May. Late May, early June, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm looking forward to the next year's poem. I'm, uh, I'm going to laugh when it's on the Bonneville Shoreline Trail. Next year? Yeah. <laughs> It'll never be on there. You never know. Nope, it's not going to be. <laughs> and you're just going to find some way to get our asses up there. <laughs> <laughs> if the clues fit, we're going. <laughs> if the clues fit, we're hiking the trail. Exactly. Well, anyways, everyone out there, be safe, um, be kind to each other, and we will catch you on the next episode. See ya. Mm-hmm.